Today, welcome to Partakers and our series, Wow Jesus, looking at the life of Jesus as told in the primary documents about him, the four Gospels of the New Testament. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and Jesus' mission. Luke writes in Luke chapter 4, verse 42 to 44, At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Jesus' public ministry on earth has begun. These verses at the end of Luke 4 tell us that his mission is to preach God's kingdom. A reluctant John the Baptist baptized him, and the crowds heard God the Father speaking to him. He underwent temptations by the arch seducer Satan, and emerged victorious from that ordeal. Now Jesus, led by the Holy Spirit, has returned home to Galilee. Luke 4 verse 14. Jesus is back in home territory, and because of the power and authority of his teaching, he is becoming known as a great teacher. Luke 4 verse 15. He was arousing the interest, curiosity, and excitement of people. And when Jesus got back to Nazareth, it was Jesus' habit to attend public worship wherever he was, so he obviously went to a synagogue service. And a typical synagogue service went something like this. It opened with a prayer for God's blessing. Then there was the traditional Hebrew confession of faith, Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 to 9, and Deuteronomy 11, 13 to 21. Then there were prayer and readings from the law and the prophets. And then a brief sermon or teaching session was given by one of the men or a visiting rabbi, Acts 13, verse 14 to 16. And then finally there was a benediction or prayer. And because of his growing renown as a teacher, it is no great surprise that he should be asked to read the scripture and give a short teaching session regarding it. Here in Nazareth, Jesus declared that the day for demonstrating God's salvation plan had arrived, and the day the prophets had been looking forward to was going to be fulfilled in Jesus himself. Luke 4 verse 20. He was the servant Isaiah had talked about long ago. Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 2. Jesus' ministry was divinely directed. It was a ministry of hope for all people and a ministry to free the spiritually oppressed. Luke 4 verse 18. And when Jesus said in Luke 4 verse 19 to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, Jesus was referring to the year of Jubilee of Leviticus 25. For every 50th year, this special year was the balancing of the economic system. Slaves were set free and returned to their families, property that was sold back to the original owners, all debts were cancelled, lands laid bare to rest and rejoice in the Lord. The local reaction was at first one of utter astonishment, Luke 4 verse 22, and telling each other, he was the son of Joseph, could this really be? But Jesus was not the son of Joseph, but rather he was the son of God the new Adam and the founder of a new humanity, as he goes on to explain. And the people at Nazareth 
while they may have seen him as the son of Joseph, their admiration soon turned to anger because Jesus began to remind them of God's goodness to the Gentiles. And he goes on to explain the prophet Elijah bypassed all the Jewish widows and helped the Gentile woman in Sidon, 1 Kings 17, verse 8 to 16. And Elisha healed a Gentile leper from Syria, 2 Kings 5, verse 1 to 15. Whilst those in Nazareth could only see Jesus in the local setting, he told them his mission was for all Israel. And if Israel rejected this message of good news, then the Gentiles would be blessed by it. Luke 4, verse 25 to 27. Upon hearing this, the astonished admiration turned to furious rage. Luke 4, verse 28 to 30. And salvation is no longer restricted to Israel, but for every child of Adam every human being. Jesus' mission was not to be Israel's saviour, but the world's saviour. And when Jesus quoted the proverb, no prophet is accepted in his hometown, he revealed his knowledge of Old Testament history. He knew that God's messengers often were rejected, and even as God's son, he was rejected as well. And then the crowds rioted against Jesus. And there was just as he was about to get pushed over a cliff, Jesus walked through them and went on to Capernaum. And here he engaged in further public ministry. He preached, Luke 4, verse 31 to 32. Jesus set up headquarters in Capernaum, Matthew 4, 13 to 16, and started teaching in the synagogue. People again were astonished that he talked with such authority. And then he was rebuking, Luke 4, verse 33 to 37 and 41 of the demons. Our Lord didn't want the demons to bear witness to himself and his identity. Again, people were astonished at Jesus' power and authority. And then he went round healing people, verse 39 to 40 of chapter Luke 4. People brought their sick and asked Jesus to help them. And then finally, praying of Luke 4, verse 42 to 44. He was up early the next morning to pray, Mark 1, 35. It was in prayer that he found his strength and power for service, and so must we. And during this period, there was no new teaching. He had God's authority to do what he was doing, preaching, healing, and releasing. And we know that God desires humility, and Jesus is looking for people to acknowledge their spiritual blindness and poverty, so that Jesus may liberate them, and that means people humbling themselves. And thirdly, God's word is important. In the previous verses, Jesus counters the devil by using God's word, and he continues to do this throughout his ministry. He teaches and preaches in the synagogues, rebukes demons and heals diseases, all with the authority of his word. Jesus' mission was to be the saviour of the world as God's son, John 3.16, and the servant of the Lord. His mission was to give a message of hope for the spiritually poor and spiritually oppressed people. People not only in his hometown, nor only in Israel, but rather for the whole world. People have two choices when faced with this fact. They can either accept it or reject it. There is no middle ground. There is no other option. That is why as Christian disciples, we are to be actively engaged in evangelism to tell people of this news about Jesus Christ. For more to think about, please do read Luke 4, 
verse 1 to 44. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend, so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. How does knowing Jesus' mission help me in my life as a Christian disciple? Question 2. Where does the authority for my ministry come from? And question 3. What encouragement can I take from Jesus' behaviour to those who rejected his message? Thank you.